On today's Friday Fire, we are talking about the radical action that is necessary if you want to see radical change. This is a gut punch. There's some things in here that might make you think that we're talking directly to you, but we want you to know this comes from a place of love because we want more for you. We know that so many people are stuck spinning their wheels. They say they want to accomplish things and they've been saying that for years and years and years. So today we're going to challenge you to think about what radical action you are going to put in place to achieve the radical change that you desire. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is we'll get older. Happy Friday. My favorite day of the week. <laughs> we say this every podcast. I know. Y'all, we are unoriginal when it comes to introductions, but it's because we are consistent. We have routines. Consistency breeds success. <laughs> now we just need to get our closets in line, right? Like I see all these people, it's like they all wear black because they don't want to have the decision fatigue of thinking about what you're going to wear. <laughs> but this is the problem, you know, guys, if you watch our, our reels on Facebook, I just want you to know that both of our offices are also closets because we film frequently <laughs> back to back and we got to do the outfit changes. I sent Nick a, meet, a reel the other day that was like, me acting like my wife for a day and he was in the closet and he just takes a shirt off the rack drops it on the ground takes another shirt off the rack drops it on the ground and it's like trying to pick out what to wear today <laughs> nick's like what outfit love number is that and i was like i didn't like anything else how it looked so this is outfit number five thank you like why does it matter i don't get to wear a baggy t-shirt and jeans every day that's how female clothing is <laughs> men have it so easy they literally wear, like, Art has, like, polos, you know, just, like, he mm -hmm. likes the same ones from Lululemon, and he just wears that and rotates his pants. Yeah. And yeah. they're all pretty much Nike pants or sometimes Lululemon or jeans. Mm -hmm. It's, like, one of three options. Yes. But, like, see, being a female is, is harder because you work out, you come home, you get ready for your day. I've already had two outfit changes because then we walked mm -hmm. outside. So then I just didn't feel like putting on the cute clothes I had on earlier because... I don't know, but I'm going to have to change because I have some other calls this afternoon. With yeah. Clients. Yep. And then I'm going to put on my comfy clothes at nighttime. Yes. And then I'm going to put on my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it is, it's like a lot of different changes. It's so many things. Nick is trying to get me to clean out my closet and my closet is not that full. Yeah. You know, I say the same thing, but then I also look at like the reality of I don't wear probably more than 20% of the clothes in my closet, but I just feel bad giving them away because what if, what if. We have a date night. Yeah. Or like I magically feel like I look a lot different one day and would look good in that that I'm holding on to. I don't know. I <laughs> well, also like, you know, with my explant surgery coming up soon, I'm going to have to like totally shift and rearrange yeah. some things because I'm going to be back to that itty bitty titty club. Yeah. There's some benefits. There are some benefits well, I'll, I'll in terms of types of shirts you can now wear. Yeah. I still got the broad shoulders and the arms. Yeah. Maybe that'll change. My body will finally like mm -hmm. release some weight if I get all this toxic crap out of me. Yeah. I'm about to go into like, I might be getting smaller, which is strange. Cause like normally I tend to, when I work out, I get very muscular, not like bulky muscular, but I just like, I tend to put on yeah. muscle relatively easily. But with some of the health, like gut work and um, hormone work I'm about to do, I have a feeling I'm going to go through a phase of like getting smaller, smaller. which is okay. Cause you're also not going to be lifting. And mm -hmm. Yep. So we'll things. see how it goes. I'm planning on documenting as much as possible. Mm -hmm. and sharing my journey because we are all on journeys at different like 
I think a big problem that a lot of people run into is they find they're at one point in their life in their life they get it to a, like a physical place that they think that should that physical place should be where they stay for the rest of their life. Be like great if it would dieting happen. for your wedding, that vacation you got super lean for, and then when you're not in that place, people get really upset. Mm-hmm. But you're, even just like a couple of pounds, like for me, I think about the cut that I did before Mexico. Yep. Like, it's only like three or four pounds. It's not that much. Like, like clothes that I wore there still fit, but it's just like psychologically, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck that fucking scale. I know. I know. I've stopped using the scale for the most part. Yeah. Um, but if you're new here, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the food code. Welcome to the show. We are so excited you're here. I am Becca. I am with Liz. We are the hosts of the food code and owners of Fit Mom Lifestyle, which is where we help women work through their shit because let's be honest sometimes it feels like that you just feel lost you feel there's too much going on you don't know what to do there's too much information you're dealing with bloating you're dealing with night sweats you're dealing with all of the things and you just don't know what to do anymore so we are functional practitioners we have a team of practitioners that are amazing and we have this podcast to share information with you and try and bring as much light to very confusing situations i think sometimes um and friday's about grounding you though it's about the real tough love of these hard journeys that we're on so if you ever tune in on fridays you will hear some of that tough love some of that mindset all of our other podcasts are usually expert interviews they are talking around all topics gut hormone immune system inflammation general health physical physique fitness nutrition all things female health so welcome welcome you're going to have a ride with us today. And I think this is a perfect segue because we're talking about some radical changes. You know, Beck and I are both going through some radical changes, you know, uh, in the next few months. So by the time this is airing, this is mid-May. Hopefully I'll be called for surgery early. But as it stands today, August 22nd is the day to explant. Mm-hmm. And Becca is going to begin her journey for yeah. continuing to support her gut and get her hormones back in line after years and years of training and stressful training on her yeah. body. So radical change requires radical action. And I think this can apply across the board to your goals in terms of just general weight loss. Uh, it could also apply to you if you're someone who wants to change your career, right? You hate the job that you're in. It's miserable. You live for the weekends and you want to get out of it and maybe do something different. Maybe your passion is to change things entirely uh, or to work for yourself or whatever that looks like. That requires radical action. Like things don't just change with baby steps. Uh, You know, massive change doesn't happen just with baby steps Uh, or that happens with baby steps taken day in and day out consistently over time, which, you know, a lot of people aren't consistent long enough to get to that place. So what we're talking about today is like when you want to see something drastically shift, that is going to require flipping some things upside down, right? If you only give 50% of your effort, you're kind of like half-assing things, then you need to expect that result, Mm -hmm. half-ass results, right? You put in 50% effort, you're going to get 50% of the result. Um, And this is a tough conversation to have with yourself. It's a tough tough conversation to have with clients sometimes because we think that we're doing better than we are or that we're adhering to things, but we're not really adhering to things because we forgot about the cupcake, the glass of wine. Oh yeah, I did go out to eat three times this week. Um, you know, and 
in today's society, everybody really seeks like comfort, right? And they avoid struggle at all costs. But then you get into a place where you're miserable. Maybe you are experiencing, as Becca already mentioned, you know, issues with your digestion. Maybe you've got heartburn or reflux. You got headaches, right? You got skin conditions. You're wanting to lose weight and you feel like you're trying to do all of the things that would align with that, but your body's just not budging. And then your mood's all over the place. You got that like bitchy syndrome happening around the time of your period, you know, or low sex drive. You haven't had sex in a month. Like all these things that don't lead to what we call living a vibrant, confident life. And so we just want to challenge you today that if you are rationalizing things or you are, you know, saying maybe she's right and I am kind of telling myself that I'm doing better than I am because I'm justifying some things, what percentage are you giving? Are you giving 110% or are you giving 50%? Yeah. And I, I think one of the hardest parts about this is a lot of people because when they go into like, you know, protocols, whether we give it to them or someone else gives, them, gives it to them or they create it themselves, because you're making a lot of changes, you feel like you're doing a lot, even if those changes aren't everything you're asked of. So, you know, say you were told, I'm just going to give a very arbitrary example here. You were told 120 ounces of water, you know, two servings of electrolytes a day, um, seven to 10 fruits and vegetables a day and protein at every meal and walking two by 30 minute walks a day. And you get in one walk a day, most of the water, forgot the electrolytes, more vegetables than you were doing. Are you doing better than you were? Absolutely. But you're still a lot missing. And in general health, that can be okay. When you are working on a true healing process, there is magic to how healing processes are written and how they're meant to work. And when you start cutting corners and not doing certain things because it felt really hard or you forgot or whatever it is, you are now removing probably vital pieces to what should have worked a certain way. And that can be very hard because, again, you, you did a lot that was already a big change for you. But it's needing to understand that, you know, for example, if you're working with us, I'm not just randomly asking you to do a bunch of things. What we put in place is very calculated. It is very individualized to you, and it is meant to work a certain way. Mm -hmm. And when you decide like, oh, well, I just wasn't hungry, so I didn't have that. Or, oh, I forgot these supplements. Or, oh, I, you know, I didn't really like how that tasted, so I just didn't do it for the past week. Like, now we're messing with a process. Mm -hmm. And this can go across all boards of everything. Everything matters to, in, a, in different ways. Like, yes, again, you're doing better than you were doing. And that's something to be proud of. But there's probably more on the table. No, there's always something, that, always something that you can improve. And that's for every single person, even the most successful people. They're yes. always analyzing and evaluating what could I do better. That's how we grow. So it's not that we're saying like you're not doing a good job and that your efforts are useless and that we're not recognizing that you are putting in effort. For everyone, there's a spectrum here, right, of success. For someone, it is going to be a huge success that they, for a week, drank a gallon of water or, you know, went for a walk, whatever that looks like. But what we're talking about is when you are really in a place that you want things to change so badly, 
your actions have to align with that desire. And this comes back to knowing your why in the face of temptation, in the face of rationalization, in the face of, you know, the bitch voice that's in your head constantly being like, well, it's just a nibble. It's just a bite, right? When all of those things are happening, you have to take control and you have to start to do the mental and emotional work to reframe and shift those things. And you have to put yourself in a different environment to set yourself up for success differently than you have in the past if you want to see different results. So we love the people who are able to make changes and over time they transform their entire life. But what we're talking about today is like someone who has a heavy burden on themselves And this could be someone who is coming in and they are really inflamed, they're exhausted all the time, they have high cholesterol, high blood sugar levels. That stuff doesn't just get fixed with a few minute changes. No, it requires radical change and that requires radical action. As I'm going to say it again, because when you think about change, there always has to be a action step, you know, to get to that place, right? Like you don't just magically end up on the beach for vacation. No, you take action, right? You book the trip, then you get to the airport, you get on the plane, right? You get in the taxi and now you've gotten to uh, your resort. So there's multiple action steps that are done very succinctly for you to get to that destination that you want to get to. The beach sounds awesome right now. (laughs) Um, So this is also where you could say like, ah, I've tried before and I failed. And like, it's so hard. Here's the thing. You have to train yourself to do hard things. You're not going to like it. You're not going to love it at first because doing hard things is hard. There's no doubt about that. But there's also hard of being overweight, of being exhausted all the time, of being told that, you know, you now have free diabetes, you need to go on multiple medications, and then you have other side effects. Like there's hard to everything. But you can train yourself to love doing hard things. And then you start to seek it out. Beck and I both over the years, we've always you know, wanted to push and challenge ourselves, but we've done different things in the past five or six years that are really challenging, huge leaps of faith, big financial investments. You know, Some of those things can be really scary because success is hard. Winning is hard. So at the end of the day, if you're someone who says like, I've tried these things and they've not worked, then you have to do something different and make some bigger changes, make some bigger investment in yourself draw some bigger boundaries, right? Like have tougher conversations with the people in your life who keep bringing gluten in and trying to tempt you, even though you know that you have an autoimmune condition and you shouldn't be eating these things. It demands all of you, not just part of you. And that is the shittiest part for people to really wrap their heads around because this is not a macro plan with some moderation. This is a significant rip the bandaid off lifestyle change. I have to turn this ship around as soon as possible before I go off of the cliff and sink. Yeah. And so many people value control and certainty in their life. And it's what keeps them stuck. Mm -hmm. If you, if you are someone that needs to know that something's going to work before you do it, or that has to know every single possible up and down that may happen or every in and out of a process you are likely going to limit yourself from the massive growth that you're looking for because any amazing change that will happen for people comes with a leap of faith. Liz and I both have no clue what's in store for us with our future journey with our health. Like, I know I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to make it work and it's going to be amazing. 
but I don't know if I'm going to gain weight first. I don't know if my body's going to take more ups and downs that are going to be not pleasuring and, you know, I, I'm not going to like them, but I know where I want to get to is not going to be accomplished if I keep doing what I'm doing right now. I know for a fact, because a lot of times people look at their symptoms and they look at what they're dealing with and the negatives in their life. And they might do things to resolve those symptoms, but they never address the lifestyle or the mental emotional that got them to where they are. Like I'll do this for six months. I'll give get me to a, a diet plan. Place, then I'll go back and enjoy. give me some supplements. Mm-hmm. Give me a diet plan. I'll just lay it on top of my current life that got me to the problem that I'm at. No, no, no. That ain't going to work, y'all. If you think that you are going to go into a process or a program and you're simply going to lay on top what someone gives you and not make any true foundational changes to how you manage your stress, what your day looks like, what your emo- your um, mental emotional look like, what your relationships look like, you are going to be in for a rude awakening because it is not going to work. Mm-hmm. When Liz is talking about radical change, that is like you are going to change your life. That's something that I am like, for example, if you want to understand based on like, I think stories work a lot better than, you know, facts and such. I am someone that for most of my adult life, I have worked out five to six days a week. I have lifted heavy. I have done, you know, on and off high intensity exercise. I have eaten very clean. I have tracked my food for a majority of that time. And I am, I would consider myself someone that's like kind of a high achiever. I like doing a lot. The next phase of my life is probably going to be minimal working out, lots of walking, lots of yoga, lots of restorative, slowing myself down, doing more meditation, gratitude, visualization, a lot of mental emotional, and changing how some of my relationships are. That's a radical change. And I I know because we talked to plenty of people and we're like, you're not going to work out for the next three weeks. And they're like, what? I can't do this. Well, it's like I'm all in for the diet. And then you tell me I can't go to the gym. I have to put my membership on hold for a month or two. Like, yep. And then we lose people there. Or the flip Mm -hmm. side is I don't work out. So it's okay from that standpoint. I'll maybe commit to doing the walks. But the diet, man. I love food. I love chocolate. I love alcohol. Or I'm not hungry. This is too much food. I just can't get it all in. Those are all stories that you're telling yourself, you know? So like when we're talking with our clients, like I had just had a conversation this morning of like, you have to retrain your body here. This isn't just going to happen overnight. You you're coming in with 10, 15 plus years of stress on the body, multiple infections underlying, and you're going to expect this to change in three weeks. Sorry, sister. We got about a year here. It's same hard. thing for me going through the explant process, right? Six to 12 months at a minimum of continued detoxification because it's not enough to just get your implants removed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other things that follow that. Now, obviously pregnancy is still a goal for us. So we're being smart about that. There's multiple practitioners in my corner and things that are going to be in place in the case that we do get pregnant before explant or you know, shortly after. Like That still is a goal for us. I don't want my kids to be 12 years apart. But at the same time, I'm not just going to They're like, okay, well, I got pregnant, so I can't do anything else. No, there's a lot of things that you can do in pregnancy to support your body properly continuing to detoxify very safely, by the way. 
multiple companies out there, multiple herbal supplements that will really work well during pregnancy. So it's not going to be a harsh eradication, but these are radical changes and it requires a lot of energy emotionally to go through. Like, you know, we shared a few months back on our podcast, like with life updates, like there's all these questions that Beck and I both have had internally of like, why, why do I have to do this? Why does it have to be so hard? Why, you know, um, why? Why me? Well, guess what? Wallowing in those thoughts isn't going to get you anywhere. Mm-mm. So you grasp things by the horn and you just say, let's go for this ride. God, what do you got in store? Let's hit it, you know, <laughs> hit it on the head. Yeah. And I, I think too, also being an acceptance of where you are, because a lot of people, they don't take responsibility for what has kind of developed in their life. And, you know, here's the thing, like, for example, it might not be entirely your fault. Say someone gets hit by a car and now they have like, you know, a a lifelong injury that they have to deal with. Obviously that wasn't your fault, but what is your fault if you choose to completely dwell on that for the rest of your life and never move on with your life? And I think a lot of people get in this place where they blame conditions, they blame certain parts of their body, my thyroid, my, my adrenals, my mm-hmm. gut, my, you know, my hormones, my trauma in the past, something that I endured. And I'm not discounting any of those things, but it is your fault if you choose to not move on with your life and you choose to not make any more changes and let that be your story that you're going to live by for the rest of your life. Oh, I'm, things have just never worked for me. It's always harder for me than anyone else. It's, you know, I'm just stressed. I'm overwhelmed. You guys, all of these are untruths that you keep telling yourself and making them your reality. And taking really full responsibility of your life is hard because you're to blame. But now you have a solution. If you never accept that you're the problem, though, there will never be a solution. Yeah, because many people want to blame other things. Well, that coach didn't give me X, Y, or Z, or that practitioner didn't check in with me or whatever, you know? And my husband, my kids, my boss, my job, the guy in the line at Starbucks, like you could blame all of these other external things. And there's going to be curveballs every single day that you're going to navigate. But how you respond and how you react to those things, it's ultimately your choice. And so if you continue to let other external sources be the reason why you're not showing up for yourself, then you are still the one to blame. Yeah. Nobody else puts food in your mouth. Mm -mm. Nobody else drives you to the store and buys the 99 cent donut holes and eats the whole bag on the way to work while also stopping for sugary coffee. Nobody else does those things. Mm -hmm. You do those things. Listen, I did those things. Oh, yeah. I still battle with those things. Yeah. How much Easter candy is in my house right now? We had a pinata at the birthday party on Sunday. <laughs> Twix bars, mini chocolate, like all the things that I love. You guys, I'm not immune to this. I am not like I'm not some robot that no- nope. doesn't like chocolate or alcohol. Liz and I battle with this just as much. But you are ultimately in control. Mm-hmm. You are the one that gets to run your life. and. If you don't feel like you run your life, we have a much bigger problem. That's relationships. That's mindset. 
that's confidence, right? That's you not showing up for yourself because the only way that you take control is by showing up for yourself. And so for some of you, this is going to look like getting up 15 minutes earlier and getting some time for you to meditate or journal or read or whatever that is that you need to do to start your day off right. For others, it's going to be having really hard conversations with your family and your friends, and you may lose friends along the way. That's how life goes. We don't always have people in our life for the entirety, you know, duration of our life. Some people are very blessed to have best friends from childhood and still keep in touch with them. Some people are able to have groups of individuals that grow together. But what I have personally found, especially in the entrepreneurship world, your circle is small and it's tight. And other people outside of that circle, like unfortunately, they're just not on the same page. And so I see them, I value them, I love them, but I'm sorry I'm not going out to the bars and staying out in the club till four o'clock in the morning. Like I got shit to do. I got a business to run. I got a family to take care of, right? That season of life with those friends that were very close is over. And so you got to find new friends. You got to let go of some of those things. You got to let go of some of the routines or habits or behaviors that you had in the past. And if you're not willing to do that, then you need to just accept, I'm not ready for radical change. And that's okay too. Yeah. And you, when you're ready, you'll take action. Yes. And absolutely. you'll go all in and you won't ask questions and you'll fully trust the process. And you'll be like, I'm not going to half-ass this. Nothing is going to get in my way. You're just like a bulldozer, you know? And sometimes that's what you need. For other people, listen, you can make a lot of habit stacking, you know, all of those things still count. Like Becca was saying before, if you ate more vegetables, if you drink more water, awesome, you're still doing better than you were. But if you want this radical change that you've said that you've wanted for the last five years, then you need to start to journal and write down what has to change in order for you to get to where you want to be. What actions do you need to take? There is also a reason in the 12-step program why people go back and apologize to people that they have hurt in the past. And that might be something that you need to do for yourself. You may need to apologize to yourself and forgive yourself for continuing to act in ways that do not align with what your internal values and desires are for the person that you want to become. Because you guys probably heard the quote, like part of this process is unbecoming who you were so that you can become who you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of forgiveness that needs to happen in that journey. That's where the mental and emotional stuff comes from. Because if you never forgive yourself and you continue to hold resentment towards others, towards you, you continue blaming other people, you will not get to where you want to be. 